Hello, everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk, broadcasting on SoundCloud, TuneIn Speaker, and available for download on iTunes. You can reach out, out to us on richsportstalk at gmail.com or on Twitter at the handle at richsportstalk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Going to dive into a topic that's near and dear to my heart and, of course, talk about a head coach who now I don't think is long for the NFL world. Momentum. It's a hard thing to measure tangibly, but every sports fan knows what it is. We've seen it in the course of a play, of a game, of a series, and we see it in terms of a franchise. Negative momentum is something that's very difficult to stop in the NFL. That's why we have certain franchises like the Cleveland Browns that just seemingly can't get out of their way. They can't get momentum going in the right direction. And this is true with coaches. When we look at coaches, the ones who get fired most of the time in the NFL, the biggest thing is the momentum is shifting to the wrong direction. Their franchise is struggling and not only losing, but it feels like they've either lost the team or the momentum is going in the wrong direction, even in a rebuild mode. If you really think about it, momentum applies to everything. Take, for example, the business world. You're the CEO of a company, and you've brought in a manager. And that manager, you're hoping to rebuild a sales department. And you've seen flashes... You've seen opportunities and you've seen some data that shows that maybe they can do it. But if you continue to lose money and people in that department did not get better, even if you brought in a young hotshot salesman, you know he's a little rough around the edges and needs some time to grow, but you know he has what it takes. And the momentum continues to go downward. It's time to make a change. We are seeing that with the New York Jets and head coach Todd Bowles. I have defended Todd Bowles more than a lot of people in the New York media. People don't like his quiet attitude, and I've defended him saying, look, he's proven he can coach in the NFL. With Ryan Fitzpatrick, they got to 10-6 and in a game shy of the postseason in his first season, and then they've gone to a full rebuild, and I think that's very hard to evaluate a coach. But coming into the season, the biggest thing for me for Todd Bowles to keep his job, and I've said this on the Hot Seat Podcast, was very simple. Have Sam Darnold trending the right way. If Sam Darnold looked good at the end of the season and looked like he was trending upwards, then he would keep his job. I don't think the record would have played into it as much, but it most importantly, could he turn around Sam Darnold? And after that win against the Colts just a couple weeks ago when the Jets were 3-3, three and three, you, we've seen the flashes from Darnold. He has shown a lot of flashes, and people in the media and experts of this game have said he shows a lot of great promise, and he's doing a lot of things that young quarterbacks, it takes a long time to learn. But over the past three games, the Jets are 0-3. And noticeably, Sam Darnold has regressed. He looks inaccurate. He looks uncomfortable in the pocket, and I get it. Two of these games, he's faced great defenses, and I get it. The Jets don't have a good offensive line and are limited with weapons and don't have a running game. I put more on the team and the other aspects than Darnold. I know he threw four interceptions in that game, but a couple of them were on 
just bad reads and he was under pressure. And one of them, too, was because their center couldn't snap, but I'll get to that in a little bit. That was as bad of a game as Todd Bowles could have this year, and he can't afford them. Look, I get it. If you're going against the Bears and the Vikings, who arguably have two of the top ten defenses and pass rushes in the NFL with a rookie quarterback, I get that you're supposed to struggle. But when you get a Dolphin team that is struggling with Brock Osweiler and your defense holds them to six points and you can't move the football. And I get it, they don't have a running game. But Todd Bowles, this falls on him because that offense doesn't look creative. They don't know how to get their playmakers involved. And more damning, Sam Darnold appears to have regressed. There's a popular trend in this league, and I agree with it. If you have a good young quarterback, get him an offensive coordinator. Sean McVay will get a lot of coaches fired because of what he's doing in L.A. And I understand L.A.'s put a lot of great pieces around him, and personally, I think McVay is going to be a great head coach for a long time in this league. But we've seen what happened with Jared Goff. We thought he was a bust after that first season. And look at him now, a possible MVP candidate. It's about developing a young quarterback. And so far, Todd Bowles has not done that. And I understand that there might be people in the organization saying, well, we have to kind of give him a mulligan because it is a rookie quarterback. But here's the thing. He's regressing. And the Jets, who are going to have $100 million in cap space, can't have that. Because one thing they're going to need to allure the highest quality free agents is have the promise of Sam Darnold. If Darnold looks good over these final few games, it makes the Jets a more attractive place. And right now for Todd Bowles, things are working against him. It's an offensive league now. And the Jets couldn't score a touchdown against the Abysmal Dolphins. A team that in week two, by the way, Darnold became the youngest quarterback to throw for over 300 yards. And threw it against them at will. This was a bad game. But to me, what really hurt Todd Bowles and his chances of staying with this team was what he said after the game. Was when he made the comment that the defense had to get more turnovers. Well, Todd, when your defense holds an offense to six points and a starting quarterback to 131 yards in this age, I say that's a pretty good effort by the defense. And people were wondering why Jamal Adams was frustrating, saying he's sick of losing. And even though he says publicly he supports Todd Bowles, I think he would support anyone that's helping this franchise win. And for Todd Bowles to call out the defense like that, when your offense, and I know you're a defensive coach, but when your offense is that anemic and you can't move the football down the field, you have no right. And it's you're the head coach. I don't care if you're a defensive head coach. If your offense isn't working, that falls on you. And right now, Darnold looks to be regressing. And I will tell you this. If the Jets lose to Buffalo, and there's a good chance they will, because even though it's a home game and Nathan Peterman throws more touchdowns to the other team than his own team, and the Bills have no business of being the Jets, they do have a defense that could give trouble. This could be a 9-6 to game next weekend. I'm very serious. But it falls on the coach that they're not getting Robbie Anderson involved. 
They're not using him in jet sweeps. They're not involving Quincy Anunua. And more importantly, they keep running the ball up the middle with Isaiah Correll for no gain. And there's no play action. And most damning of all yesterday, Spencer Long, who couldn't snap the ball back to Sam Darnold, stays in the game. And then after the game, Todd Bowles says, well, we didn't take him out because, you know, he was playing well. And we took him out because he was injured. It wasn't because of his play. So you're going to keep a center. There's two problems I have this. Number one, you're going to keep a center in there that can't snap the ball back to Darnold. And two of those picks came on terrible snaps because what happened? Darnold got a high snap, had to almost Odell Beckham catch it to keep it from going in the backfield. Had to recess feet. People don't understand when you get a bad snap, it takes your eyes off the play and off the defense. So Darnold trying to make a play, rushed through it like a rookie, and made a bad throwing mistake. But he also didn't have a chance to scan the field because his snap was all over the place. And I swear, I'm watching the game yesterday when they're driving past the 50, and I say to myself, watch it. They're going to snap this into the backfield. Sure enough, two snaps later, over Darnold's head. Darnold makes a great play to throw it out of bounds. But, man, you you couldn't – two things. Number one, if you're that desperate to keep Long in the game because you think he's a better blocker, put Darnold under center. I mean, the lack of adjustments on this offense, and we've seen it a couple times this year when their game plan isn't working, they keep doing the same thing. For the Jets, it's all about Sam Darnold. They need to make him be successful. And if that's calling up Lincoln Riley in a couple weeks and saying, hey, we need you to come in and coach our young quarterback, I mean, there's a lot of good young offensive minds in this league. And there's one mind and one coach who could be a dark horse, and many of you might not agree with me. But I want you to watch Arizona the next half of the season. Because if Arizona has Josh Rosen looking like a good quarterback, because to me, Rosen's looked even more lost than Darnold has last couple weeks. If Rosen finished the season strongly, I would call it down to Arizona and see if you can get Byron Leftwich to be the next head coach of the Jets. And I know people are saying, well, come on. He, he's barely been a coordinator for half a season. He's not a defensive coach. He's not a head coach. If he helps Sam Darnold develop, this defense will be fine. They have studs at different positions. They have Laren Williams on the defensive line, Avery Williamson in the middle, and on the back end, Jamal Adams, Marcus May. And when he gets back, Tremaine Johnson. The defense, I think, will be fine. It's the offense. And Byron Leftwich, if he makes Josh Rosen look good these next couple weeks, and we've seen where he's gone from that Denver game, and if he looks like legitimate quarterback, I would give a call to Arizona. Because from what I've heard from my sources, a lot of people respect Leftwich as a coach. They say he's incredibly smart. He has a great game plan for the young quarterbacks. And he could be the next hot coach. And if I'm the Jets, I would give a call. Because it's about developing a young quarterback. And if he is the next guy and he makes Rosen look good, I'd give a call. Because I'm telling you, even if they don't fire him during the season, if they lose to Buffalo at home this next week and fall 3-7, and seven, after being 3-3 three and three and beating the Colts, who I think are a good team at home, I think you're going to see a change. Because the Jets are going to say, Darnold's not playing well, he's regressing, and if we want to be successful, for all these franchises that took a quarterback in the first round, you have to make them successful. Buffalo hasn't had a chance with Allen, but they look like a mess. Arizona has to have Rosen work. 
Cleveland has to have Baker work, which I didn't get the firing last week of Hugh Jackson, and they look like a complete mess on both sides of the ball this past weekend. Cleveland looks like a mess right now. And I'm not saying the Jets don't. I understand the Jets' defenses look great. I think they're one of the most underrated units in the NFL this year, and I think a lot of credit goes to Todd Bowles. But in a game like that where you can't move the football, you're putting it on your young quarterback, and I can't tell you how many third and longs they're in, and asking him to make a play and laying the game, asking him to throw the ball down the field into tough coverage. You can't do that. And the fact that you have a center who can't snap the ball. Let me just, let me just put it this way. In youth football, in high school football, I'm a referee. It's one of the part-time jobs I do. If I've been on the sideline enough to tell you, if I see two bad snaps from a center, that head coach is like, get him out of there. Get him out of there. He can't snap the ball. Just get him out of there. And yet Todd Balls has a job at the NFL level, and he doesn't get that. Oh, I had to take him out because he was injured. It wasn't because he was snapping it over your quarterback's head and had about 10 bad snaps, two of which led to interceptions, including the crippling pick six. Okay. Look, I understand there's going to be growing pains with Darnold. He's a young quarterback. He's 21, and this isn't a great offense around him. But if he really continues to regress over these next couple weeks, and it's possible he can, and the Jets look outmatched against the Bills, which they could, I mean, this roster on the defense side has talent. But Bulls' big concern right now has to be the offense because if, if Darnold plays great to finish out the season, if Darnold shows progression, he could possibly keep his job. But if Darnold continues to stay at the same level or regress... Todd Bowles is need to go and dust off that resume and find a new home because the NFL is offense. We've seen the offensive explosion this year. It's an offensive league. It's a passing league. And it's a league where you have to develop your young quarterback. And you have to find the coach that can do it. And right now, Todd Bowles doesn't appear to be that for the New York Jets. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Rich Sports Talk Podcast. So much coming up this week. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest content. That's richsportstalk at gmail.com or online at richsportstalk on Twitter. And, of course, like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We don't want you to miss any. SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, and available for download on iTunes. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, I'm Nolan Rich from Rich Sports Talk.